Good afternoon on Friday the 13th of December 2019. I have been trying to record this before but have received a call from my dear husband which has completely conked out my recording. Yes, I could have been probably, um, you know, stopped it and re-recorded it but I would have lost my thread. So <laughs> here we go again. This is live, unedited. I cannot edit these things. I haven't learned how to do that. So you're gonna get what you what you see is what you get basically. Um so Friday the thirteenth, huh? Now I don't believe in that schmoo, but I think for a lot of us it rings true today. For some it won't, for some it will. If you're in the UK, and even if you're not really, you'll know that we had a big election yesterday, general election. Very important election, in fact. Um, And, you know, from all the Facebook posts I saw, from all the propaganda around me, I really expected a big change in in terms of who was going to win. Turns out it is it's quite anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. I can't even pronounce that word. Um, in that. Well, we know who won, and um, by quite a majority as well. And at the end of the day, the part the the people have spoken. So, um. With that being said, I wanted to address a couple of things. I've been writing a few points on Facebook, but I didn't want to make it too long. <clears throat> Maybe um, me recording this again is probably a blessing because quite possibly I may not get quite as passionate and frustrated about things and become a bit more calm and coherent. And by the way, when I say frustrated, I'm 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 gonna I'm, well I'm gonna explain. So um as Christians, I just want us to really remember a couple of things, okay? Three things, and they're biblical things, and they will um, apply to you whether you've voted one way or the other. Number one, God's still on the throne, okay? God's not surprised. He's not fallen off his throne in complete shock and horror, of what's happened, I think he's gonna. He's expecting his believers to pray. So, our heavenly King, who is a lot bigger than Boris Johnson or any of the people who are now in power, he's still greater. Which brings me to point number two, which is actually. Are we reacting in fear and doubt and let fear and doubt instill panic and also bitterness and like a a dislike of the people that have voted differently to us? Because if that's the case, then who are we listening to? Are we listening to God who has the final say and who still promises us peace in this situation, even if there is difficult times? Or are we listening to the enemy, who is very much amplified via media and other non-Christian people's fears? 
And I would like to say that I think a lot of us Christians even, we, we, we listen to fear. Now, I, I will be really transparent here on two accounts. Number one, I got really angry yesterday, not even about who won, but about the fact that we couldn't vote because we completely goofed up our registration, our new address. I was fuming. I was fuming at me, and yes, I was fuming at God. But when I really calmed down, I thought, okay, well, my prayers could make a bigger difference than my vote even though I wanted to do both. And then obviously, you know, whoever, the person who, or the party that won, won. I don't want to go into who won and who, you know, because it's just, but anyway, they won. And you know what? I I would have liked it to go the other way, is the truth. Not even just because I'm German and I'm believing in the EU, that's neither here nor there. I have been accepting the fact that we were leaving the EU. I have accepted that three years ago, okay? So Brexit is not even on my on my immediate mind when I think, okay, they, they have won, what's next? My immediate thought was this. Um, the vulnerable, the disabled, the people with special needs and um, <clears throat> special educational needs and disabilities you know, those who need the funding, those who need the benefits, those where universal credit is actually restricting them quite a bit. And that doesn't, that's not me. I'm not on UC yet. And I hope I won't be either. So it doesn't affect me personally. So when I voted, I did think of other people. And I would like to think that a lot of you guys who are Christians would have done the same. But I just think there are a couple of things that we need to remember now that it's done, okay? <laughs> Excuse me. Number one, it is done. What can you do? Like, what can you now do in your moaning and groaning and complaining and tearing down the government and tearing down those who voted differently to you? If you voted, you know, heck, I was going to say, if you voted Labour and you are now blame, calling those who voted Conservative selfish and, and callous and horrible and hard-hearted, where's that going to get you? That's fear and that's tearing people down. That's tearing the people down that God loves. So we need to stop judging. We need to stop pointing the finger. And especially when it comes to other Christians voting differently, we need to start now put our differences aside because it's done. And we just need to say, you know what? It's, it is what it is. Now, how can we pray? How can we use our prayer power? How can we use our words? How can we use the spirit of love and power and sound mind rather than listen to the spirit of fear to, I, I keep having this picture of like our prayers could be like the wind that blows the clouds asunder so that the sun can shine through. We're not making, we're not causing the, we're not moving the clouds, but we are bringing the wind, the wind of the spirit who moves the clouds away. And our government needs prayer, no matter who's in power, right? If you, got, if you had gotten your way and you got 
and the people that you wanted to that you wanted were in power were in power they would still need prayer let's face it okay let's just see it as a blank slate and let's just believe that god can use even boris johnson and the people that are in power so let's not you know what at the end of the day you mustn't judge each other we mustn't berate other christians for voting differently rather let's meet together and pray let's meet together and fast for our government let's meet together and speak words of hope and in love and faith into a government and and not like hold a grudge and not tear down the government not tear down each other and and secondly like just you know don't listen to the fear of the of the media like i already alluded to you know what god used some really dodgy characters he used people who killed people he used people who you know weren't really he used kings that didn't even know him there is no reason why with our prayer power god couldn't use the conservatives to get his will done And lastly, guys, if you voted because you saw about the austerity and you wanted um, you wanted the vulnerable people to get a break and to get more welfare and stuff, do you know what? Maybe the onus is on us. Maybe as Christians, we need to do more. Within our means, of course. Like, I'm on benefits myself. I'm only working part-time, guys. But... You know what? Maybe we all need to just. There are always people who are poorer than us. So how can we bless them? You know, it could just be as easy as dropping a big box of tinned and packaged food to food banks. Um, it could be as easy as to invite your old vulnerable neighbor or your young vulnerable neighbor, who cares, for a cup of tea into your house, with no other um agenda than just being kind it could be as much it could be just giving to the charity that you're passionate about and but I think most importantly if you've got people in your life who are you know vulnerable for goodness sake start with those that you know we've been given we've been we've been giving to people that we knew we know because if we can't give to the ones we know, what makes us think we can actually send our money abroad when it's needed right here in the UK? And I'm not against, you know, people in sending, like, you know, things to, like, Africa and India. I'm totally for that. But I think if you know a need near you, then if you can, you know, alleviate it, then do that. And I think that might not be as much as as, it might not be as much money as them getting benefits every month but at least if you do it it's with a personal touch it's with you bringing Jesus into their life by giving them something and not just a handout they get from the government every month which is a blessing but like I said I think the human touch is just missing at the moment so you know, rather than going, oh no, the poor and vulnerable still not going to have any any more. You know, there's still going to be more 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 cuts. Well, okay, there might be, and that it concerns me. 
But if we do whatever we can do, don't you guys think that God's going to provide for us? Like God's been providing for us massively when we were giving to people. We we were giving and we were we were given things that we didn't even expect. Things that we haven't even prayed for. We, we we've been given. So guys, it's it really is like that. You can't outgive God and you know if you really believe in God then you should just believe that if you give it's just that's you know God's pleased with that. And that is more powerful to the person than a, a government handout, I think. So, and lastly, this is Christmas time, guys. I don't really know why, I well, I, I understand why, but it is a bit frustrating that the um, election had to happen literally less than two weeks before Christmas. In my opinion, that's not really the way to go. But clearly they felt the need to do that and it's done now. But now that it's done, get back to Christmas and don't get back to rushing headlong into shopping for for presents. But get back into making memories with your family. Like I've got a few work meals and I'm looking forward to, you know what, I'm looking forward to not getting drunk. But rather having really meaningful conversations and a laugh with my colleagues um, I'm going away for Christmas itself <clears throat> with my husband and I'm looking forward to memories. We haven't got much to give each other in terms of presents. We don't. It's like, you know, I'm getting I'm getting his in the January sales because he asked me to. Like, there isn't much for us to give, but we don't need that. The fact is we got quality time together, we get to go to the hotel that we love. We get to hang out with people if we want to. We get to be by ourselves if we want to. We get to pray and just make memories and have a laugh and eat and drink. And, and most importantly, just thank God for everything we've got. Because you know what? People couldn't even afford that time in the hotel. We were blessed to be able to give, to to pay in installments and pay it off. You know, a lot of people couldn't even do that. So we are actually relatively blessed if you really think about it. So I guess... What I'm really trying to say is be grateful for what you do have and most importantly, who you have. Use your prayer power. Use your words wisely. Don't moan about the government and how horrible they are. And lastly, just a little thought. Now, I realise Donald Trump is a bit of a, a Marmite kind of guy, if you know what I mean, even among Christians. Some Christians absolutely love him. And some Christians absolutely hate him. If you're a Christian, please hear me out. First of all, the same thing, right? You pray for someone, you speak your life and blessing and <clears throat> wisdom into them and not saying that he's evil or whatever. Secondly, it can't be that evil really when I've only seen a couple of days ago a very, well, in America certainly, but also somewhat in the UK, quite a very well-known worship leader. Sean Foyt. Um, now, if you're more into the Pentecostal spirit-filled worship, you'll know who that is. If you don't, he's quite a spontaneous worship guy. He's um, written a lot of songs, and he really, really, you know, he 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 worships in Iraq, where the war is, and things turn out for the better. And he also, they were invited into the into the White House, into the Oval Office. Hello. 
a team of worshippers filling the Oval Office. Guys, if he was evil, would he really, you know, accept that? Clearly, this guy is looking for God's guidance, and let's be, let's let's pray for him and not put him down. And if Boris Johnson, for those in the UK, if Boris Johnson is said to be a mini, a mini, like a, a version of Trump. The way I see it, if he really is influenced by Trump, if he might not be, but if he's influenced by Trump, then and Trump could be influenced by God, then. That could be quite a good thing. So, um, and like very lastly, I said I, you know, I accept the whole Brexit thing. I, I, I have accepted that three years ago when the first referendum, goodness me, first happened. You know what? It's been three years, guys. If you haven't accepted by now that we are leaving the EU, then I'm afraid get over it. Whether it's the God's best for the country or not, some Christians say it is, some Christians say it's not. Some Christians use a prophetic gift to say, I'm having a really bad feeling about this. Some Christians, um, you know, say, oh, you know, the EU is like an, an unholy alliance and blah, blah, blah. Do you know what? I don't know which way it is. I always liked the EU for the freedom of movement, of course, because I'm a German and I love the fact that I didn't have to get a visa to come here and um, I quite like the countries working together. However, you know what, at the end of the day, we're leaving the EU if and when we leave. If, if and when we leave, what we need to do is pray in the meantime, and like in the very near meantime, like before Christmas, possibly even, that when Parliament meets again, that they make that they get a deal that is actually acceptable, that it's not a no deal, it's not a hard Brexit, it's actually on friendly terms, so that we can still trade and that nothing, you know, will hinder the market. But even if it does, again, God's will be done. God is still greater. And there's always swings and roundabouts. There's always good and bad things about things. So we just need to accept the fact that maybe, maybe it will happen. And if it if if a hard Brexit, no deal Brexit happens, God is still not going to be surprised at the end of the day, and God is still going to be be able to bless people as long as we pray. That's all I wanted to say today, guys. I hope it made sense. Let's build each other up. Let's work together. Let's be one body. Let's love each other. Whether we're different denominations, different political views, let's just love each other because that's what Jesus really would have wanted. And let's love people at Christmas and thank Jesus that, you know what, some Christian. This is a this is a sad truth. Some Christians don't even celebrate Christmas, and that's fine. But then they're berating those who do. Guys, at the end of the day, if Christians celebrate Jesus' birthday, even if it's not his actual birthday, okay. So we commemorate the fact that he's come to the earth. Wrong time of the year, maybe, but we still do that, and we still thank God that he brought Jesus to the earth. So instead of criticizing us for for celebrating Christmas or looking down on those who don't, let's love each other and remember 
we all got the same saviour, we've all got the same God. Different convictions, even in the Bible they say some people see one day differently than the other. Just accept each other and, and, and stop bickering because, you know, that's not what Jesus would have wanted. Hope that makes sense. I'm going to send this now before I keep waffling. I've had a long night. I actually did. I wanted to wait to find out um, until, you know, about, about Cheltenham, um, my constituents, constituency but there was a recount and I eventually went to bed at six o'clock so I'm a bit tired so I'm gonna um get with a coffee and you know get ready for my evening out so I shall chat to you all next time